Hi, my name is Johannes Khadebe, and you are listening to the Bromley Bars. Hello, hello. Hello, we're at the Newman Flexible Workspace yet again, and we have some background noise today because we're in a room which is next to a room being used and someone's zooming from it. This is what you get when people are actually working. You might hear sort of the echoing and the doob doob voices. I'll tell you the So it's not funny noises from us, so we're not buzzing about here. The voice you just heard, on the other hand, was Johannes Rodebe from Strictly Come Dancing and The Freedom Show, because we interviewed him. Woo! That's literally a mega buzz. Yeah, baby. I think it might be our first mega buzz, actually. He was, I mean, Kevin Cliffner was amazing too, but well, he, was, he was closer to your very heart. very different. If you could get him there. Yeah. Well, because I've known, not personally, but I've known Kevin Clifton longer than Johannes. Mm. But that sounds like I have a relationship with him. <laughs> You wish. I wish. In my dreams, I'm allowed to. Bye, Stacey. <laughs> and wherever your hands partner is. Um, anyway, so yes, he and was we, amazing. And we did that on the same day. Uh, we spoke to him that mm. he was appearing on the Graham Norton show wearing two hats, apparently inspired by the anthill mob from Wacky Races. And we had him in a lucky, really lovely jumper, uh, which yes. we put a picture of on our Bromley Buzz Insta. Yeah, we did that straight away, didn't we? I love his hair. Yeah, uh, well, he, he, was, he was gorgeous. Um, and just his story. smile mm. and his energy was just incredible as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's lovely, it's lovely to have him speaking to us. And Darren Wheel of Intune PR, who and today is with? Zinat Narani of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Yeah, so uh, anyway, welcome to the show. My word, it's been a bit of a while, hasn't it? Um, because we've been ramming out a couple of special episodes. We had uh, Your Bromley with their new branded website launch, trying to make that as more exciting than the title suggests. <laughs> and it is in some ways. They've got things that for uh, the members of the Bromley bid, the um, shops and retail in there, of which there's hundreds of members mm. that they didn't have before. Uh, Startup Bromley, where we're doing coaching and receiving coaching, in my case, as well. And then um, Sir Bob Neil. Sir Bob Neil, who came Did and... Booed with Sarah and I, Sarah Marshall's, um, uh, in a parliamentary manner. But it's a lovely, lovely to be image back. as well, a picture of the three of you. Yeah, he, he, was, okay. um, he was very nice to speak to. Talking to people who are very nice to speak to, I cannot take this episode any longer without uh, another bit of Johannes. Just, just between you and uh, myself, Johannes, I am trying to get Dazzle to wear some false eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, darling. Oh, you fine. Okay. <laughs> Is this we're, we're... something? Just, just mascara it, mascara it. All right. Yeah, we're going to go and see That's the Rocky Horror Picture Show and I'm putting the tights on. <laughs> Send me a picture, but please. Uh, and the bit of Johannes concerned I've chosen is a bit where uh, he gets quite amused by the fact that um, you put me on the spot and tell me about having lashes put on me. Yes, that I was trying to convince you to put <laughs> some lashes on <laughs> and he just, yeah, he cracked it up. Then he went, oh no, darling, and you're absolutely fine, or something along those lines. I think you were suggesting mascara, are. wasn't he? Yes, and he said you can just put a bit of mascara on. Right, okay. Well, thanks, Z. I do have some in my bag right now. We could literally, I could whip it out. No, we can't. We have plans for that, as the extract actually said. Right, anyway, today's show is a full one. In fact, it's so f f full that I don't want to go into everything. But the thing I will start with is hairspray. We had that in the last uh, oh, ma magazine right. show like this. Uh, and a clip we didn't use then, we talked to one of the actors, Paul Hutton, uh, the male authority figure who had several parts. And part of it was remembering that places like the Churchill Theatre... Uh, it's the lifeblood of the people who appear and who are behind the scenes and all that as well. And I think he captured that quite well, so we'll go over to that little clip. Hello, my name is Paul Hutton and I play the, all the male authority figures. So I play six characters. I start off by playing the flasher, who lives next door, and the principal, and Mr Pinky, who owns the Hefty Hideaway, and Mr Spritzer, who owns the TV show. 
and a policeman and a guard. So yeah. Oh, hang on, uh, you had uh, an interesting wig on, didn't you? Oh, that wig! Oh, yes, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. it is interesting. I'm placing one of the characters really well now. <laughs> that terrible, terrible black no, wig. It's like Donald Trump. Yeah, that. I know, and he—he's the. It's, well, <laughs> it's true. But he's the—he's the one who's the you know selling the hairspray. So I think it's quite funny that he's got yes. the worst hair in the show. Mm. Makes me laugh. <laughs> well, it was really lovely to watch oh. you. I just want to ask one question, really, because you need to get off. Sure. Um, what's it like being back in the theatre? I'm you in places like Bromley. Seriously, I'm so happy. We all are. We're all very grateful mm-hmm. that we're back working. We're especially grateful that we're doing this show with such a strong message. Several messages, actually. Um, so it means the world to us. Not only are we seeing from... Because we're doing the UK tour. We're seeing all of the audience respond the same way as you had tonight. Mm-hmm. With just joy and happiness of being able to get back into the theatre and to be entertained and happy again. It's, it's great. Because a lot of it is you feed off the audience Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is such a funny script as well. It is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's hilarious. This is actually literally the most adrenaline I've been close to in some time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I hang around this lot, so I'm I'm close to a lot of adrenaline. (laughs) Well, in that case, thank you to all of you for coming and I will tell them tomorrow. Thank you so much. Lovely to meet you. It's been absolutely fabulous. Thank you. Am I getting a bit... You're, you're making gestures at me because I'm making <laughs> gestures at you. I know I'm getting very fidgety today. You're very fidgety today and very noisy today. Yeah, that's You've already banged the wall. <laughs> anyway, just to say on the Hairspray one that the show continues to go across the UK. It's no longer in Bromley, but it's still touring. Now then, we have a joint buzz. We do. Yeah, tea. Tea. Yeah, we spoke about this before. Uh, milk and we're milk with black pearls. Yeah, we went into UT in Bromley. Which oh. street's that in, by the way? Is it East Street? East Street. Yeah. Uh, and I had avocado milk with pearls. That was my first avocado milk, and your first. Well, bubble tea, my wasn't bubble it? tea, yes, of any experience. And since then, I think you've cre- created a bubble monster. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I just had one this morning mm. with. Um, Coconut pearls mixed in with the black pearls. Mm. I tell you what, if they do the um, espresso martini version and do bubble tea including vodka and coffee, oh, uh, we'll never look back. I don't think we'll ever leave that place. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that's <laughs> If a in doubt you've lost Dazzle and Zazzle, then you'll be sure to find them at UT on East Street Bromley. Yeah, there's some nice uh, soft cushiony things there which at least we can relax on having had too many yeah, of them. If very we cute and fairy. Anyway, we went to a pub. Uh, let me see which pub was it. The Woodman, the Woodman in Farnborough Village a little while ago. Yeah. And I like to every breath, Chris. Night. Yeah. Um, yes, every breath. You better amplify a bit what that is. So every breath is a lung cancer support group, and um, it started up with uh, Nicky Barkley and his wife Emma. Mm-hmm. And along with a lady called Nikki Durobel, if I pronounced it right, Durobel, um, who works at the Peru in the lung cancer uh, department, uh, uh, you know, just amazing lady as well. So it started up from that, and it was first launched, as we've mentioned, I think mm. a few times actually on our bus, at the Priory Live Music Festival last year. Yes. That was the very, very first time it was kind of launched and made really big. So this support group is in Farnborough Village. Uh, they have it once a month meetings. Uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. And um, lots of people go along there, whether they're going through lung cancer or it's their friends or family. And at the moment, they're trying to um, hopefully get a charity status. Well, the one but, thing um, we had that quince night, didn't we, for them? And they they made uh, a couple of thousand pound plus, if I remember correctly. It was over two three? grand, two, at three, least two. And a half, three grand. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the t-shirts. The football T-shirt, the first oh, yeah, yeah. T-shirt from Crystal Palace, signed. Yes, signed by the players. Six hundred pounds that went for. Six hundred pounds. The model yeah. Spitfire from uh, Biggin Hill Airport that they provided that was three hundred, if yeah, I remember correctly. Yeah, that was three hundred. That was And uh, Jason, a mutual friend of um, uh, Trade Window Cleaning, cleaning <laughs> Services, ended up accidentally donating two lots of window cleaning rather than <laughs> one. Uh, so he was being very generous on that occasion, I must be say. Uh, and uh, yeah, that. A little shout out to Peter, the landlord from there, uh, who is doing these quite regularly, has been for like 14, 14 years, donkey is it, he said mm. he's been doing these charity quizzes. And I know one of the upcoming ones that he's got very soon is the Farnborough Primary School PTA, if I remember correctly. Mm. So look out for those quizzes in uh, the Woodman. Yeah. 
I even donated a prize as well on that day, coaching session. Indeed you did. Uh, have you had it yet? No, not yet. Hmm. Oh, well, give us some feedback on how it goes when you oh, we'll do, yeah. do it. Right then, uh, you have a, a buzz of your own to come now. Yes, no, um, I've got kind of a little bit of buzzes here and there, but then at the end of the day, my, my buzz week ended up in a sort of an unbuzzing week. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they so came down buzz... the toilet kind of week, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, so my buzz started off last week. Um, on the 15th, it was my birthday. Yep. And I only turned 21. Excellent. I know. Oh, no. I'm surprised you're that old. <laughs> Wait, what are you trying to say? <clears throat> uh, so, yes, it was my birthday. Great. Went for an amazing breakfast. This uh, gentleman took me out for breakfast, espresso martinis. Black Cab uh, Coffee Co, I believe. Black Cab, yes. Newly opened coffee. in the heart of Bromley. In the heart of Bromley. Um, it's where Wagamamas is, uh, where the Queen's Garden is. Yeah, and yes. it's an interesting Lovely. decorated place with a lot of um, albums, old Album LPs on the walls, which is quite fun. had an album in Tanzania as well, Kilimanjaro. That was lovely. Anyway, so this gentleman that took me there, he's mm. sitting right next to me. <laughs> yeah, at least I could do. Yes, mm. it was lovely. And we had a right good old chat. We got there about sort of 9, 9.15. Yeah. And uh, we were there till about 12.15. Crikey, time flies when you're having fun. It does, yes. And then from there, I went straight to lunch at a new restaurant that's opened up in Bromley. Mm-hmm. Uh, right where Cafe Rouge used to be. Yeah. At the top of the high street. And it's called Ocean Basket. Um, really, really nice. So it's a chain restaurant, but the beauty about this, and it's here in Bromley, mm. okay, it's the first in the whole of UK. Oh, cool. So there is no other ocean basket in the UK. Any idea where they started out? So they are South African, mm. two brothers opened up this restaurant, yep. and they wanted to create this where food, this love of seafood could be for everyone, not just because seafood can be pricey, mm. you know. So they want to make sure it's family, it's big portions, and that everybody can enjoy it regardless of price. And um, yes, so we went there for my birthday lunch. Really, really lovely. That was amazing. Really enjoyed it. Um, on that note, the reason why they came to Bromley, because I asked them, was because they'd heard a lot about Bromley and it was just on the outskirts of Bromley because London is really, really expensive and it's very mm. competitive yep. and they wanted to try their market here. And so far, it's been really successful. They only launched, the actual open day was last Wednesday, which was the 16th. Well, maybe we but we went on the 15th. Maybe we can get an interview of the actual founders from well, South Africa. We've just done Johannes. I know. Well, I've just actually spoken to them um, when I was there and they would be up for it. But then... The, Real buzz was mm-hmm. um, when I said, oh, it's my birthday. And they were like, oh, well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. So I'll get you something really special. So this me thinking, oh, it might be an extra drink or a cake or something mm-hmm. like this. And they came back and they'd written, happy birthday, Z, the letter mm-hmm. Z. Yeah. And um, but he goes to me, there you go. And I went, oh, thank you. I thought that was really mm-hmm. sweet. I walk away, he goes, no, 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 you've got to break it. I went, what? And he's like, no, you've got to break the plate. So mm-hmm. they've got that tradition there as well. Okay like the Greek tradition, isn't it? So I stood up and I got to smash the plate into mm. pieces and scared half the people that were the eating <laughs> there, which was quite funny. One of them actually jumped out of the seat. <laughs> it's almost like symbolically saying goodbye to the past or something. I've never yeah. worked out why the plate smashing happens. Well, apparently it's for good luck. Good luck, Z. Thank you. So yes, that was a great buzz. One question, by the way, what was the food like? No, it was really good. Big mm-hmm. portions, uh, very nice. I enjoyed it. It reminded me, actually, of, you know, when you go on holiday and you're on the beach and you've got the, the seafood huts along the beach, like in Spain, the Garenco and all of those mm-hmm. kind of things. That's what it reminded me of. Mm. Right. Well, that's another one for us both to go to, mm-hmm. I think. Right. I went, though, to a book launch in Waterstones in Bromley in the Glades. Uh, Michelle Elman, uh, who wrote The Joy of Being Selfish, uh, was there with uh, an influencer, in most modern terms, called Sarah Jane Crabb, who was all about body image. And a joy of being selfish is kind of a bit contrary to my whole <laughs> beliefs in life. But what it's about is the setting of boundaries and about Absolutely. not letting people take up too much of your space and your time and, and basically your own life being dragged by their selfishness, I suppose. Uh, I've just done a very poor description of what it was about. But what really struck me going in there was a few things. Firstly, I was the only man in there. Uh, and most of the people were young women. 
And That's usually when I ask for people for interviews for the Bromley Buzz, people are very keen. There the opposite was true. Um, and I think that was because people had come from far and wide and went outside of Bromley to this because they had very personal stories about their lives and they wanted to meet in person and hear directly from people who were very influence, influential to them mm. in feeling better and getting out of whatever situations and dilemmas they had. Things from relationships with loved ones, with parents, with yeah, uh, spouses and, uh, and, and all of that. And one of the things that struck me also has to be said, okay, this book, uh, all of the people who reviewed it, I was looking at the reviews part on the book itself, were all women, so it's very women-aimed. But when I was speaking to them, I said, um, yeah, it's interesting we've got all women here. Um, it would be quite nice if there were more men because, unfortunately, a, a lot of the people that need boundaries against them and to have their own are men themselves. Mm. And they kind of agreed with that and said, yeah, share it with any men you can. <laughs> well, there we go. The buzz yeah. is sharing that. But That's interesting, though, when you talk about selfish because, actually, if you want to change that word, it's about what they're probably getting to. I wish I'd made it, actually, to, to that day, unfortunately. I couldn't. But um, it's self-love self-care which again is all about what you you just said is the boundaries that we should have yeah well i have a little excerpt of an interview that i did manage to do with Ooh, a couple of young ladies so that now. Uh, i'm fleur i'm katie <laughs> uh, nice to meet you nice to meet you uh, there's a lot of applause at the end how did it, how did it um, go for you um I think that they were very um, relatable because the sort of language they use, they're very... It's easy for you to sort of take in the things that they're saying, especially when we're living in sort of an ever-changing culture. Being able to be relatable to young people, especially to young women, as like most of the individuals here are, like seem to be female-identifying or femme-presenting, setting boundaries is very important and... Yeah, I think that's why so many people responded to it. And uh, how did you how did you find out about this? Oh, I just came with her. I found it on Instagram. I follow both of them on Instagram, and I saw that they were nearby, so thought I'd come along. And uh, did you take anything particularly out of it? Boundaries are set for a reason. Stick to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another buzz. I've got another buzz for you. This was um, literally this morning, Priory Gardens, Orpington. Baby geese. Egyptian oh, geese. Oh, yes, you showed me the bit. Oh, my gosh. They, they were so lovely. They must have been literally born in the last couple of days, you would think. They were, they were gorgeous. Well, it's that uh, time of the year, isn't it? Yeah, again, that's going on, on the old uh, Instagram. Uh, anything else that's uh, lifted you? Uh, no, not really, because... Uh, the rest of the week, I've had my head down the toilet. <laughs> well, you're not doing it tonight. You're going to, with, with Sarah Marsh Collins, to waitress at the Churchill Theatre. Oh, I'm you? hoping, you know what, I might have to just go into the corner of this workspace room and just have a quick little snooze. Mm. It's going to be a long day because I'm, I'm still feeling a bit drained. <coughs> Excuse the cough. Um, but no, it, it, other than that, it has been a good week, apart from, as I said, not feeling very well. But um, I got to watch Dancing on Ice the other night, so that was my buzz. And um, Brendan, who is normally on Strictly, come dancing, he's in Dancing on Ice, and he danced with um, another guy because mm -hmm. his partner, she was out. So she, he did the uh, Blues Brothers routine. Oh, uh, and they were both Brendan and Brendan, okay. <laughs> which was quite funny. Well, Jake really, and really good. Yep. Absolutely fantastic. I would have to look that up on iPlayer now you said that. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm in the throes of joining something. Uh, the Rotary Club in Bromley, uh, I'm becoming a member of that, uh, and the Associated Passport Club uh, as well. Uh, not quite there yet, but will be tomorrow. Um, one of the first things I actually did with them is help introduce them to um, somebody who needed a turtle fixed. This is actually the your Bromley people. Is that the uh, which is going turtle in. that was out yeah. in the glades at that point? When um, I, saw I it. think but so. It's moved now. It's, mm. It was in the eco-production of Wind in the Willows in Bromley Little Theatre. Mm. Uh, and um, that was fixed by Rotarians. But anyway, I get my badge okay. tomorrow. Uh, Ooh. Mm, I invite you. 
As a Rotarian. Yeah, well, I'm already round anyway, so. <laughs> I'm seen around, I'm, and anyway, uh, yeah, we have another interview coming up at this point, because Life in Bromley magazine, which was first announced with us, is out, managed. so I'm going to put that straight over to myself and Loretta from Orpington. Hi Loretta. Hello. Uh, lovely to be with you. We're in the BRU lounge, Orpington High Street, yeah. been here for three months, over a coffee. Yeah, absolutely, the Brew Lounge, uh, we're not sure about the... Uh, the name behind the business and why it's so called brew, but it'd be interesting to find out. Sounds like urn brew. Yeah, it does. Doesn't look like it. No, though. it doesn't. Uh, interesting mixed uh, mix of decor in here, you're saying. Absolutely, yeah, a bit of industrial, bit of uh, bit of plantation, yeah, almost. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and uh, an interesting menu. You got your typical cafe stuff, and then there's curry. And then uh, there's curry on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, this is the kind of thing you write about all the time, isn't it? Oh, I wish I could write about review, restaurant reviews all the time now. Then I'd be laughing, wouldn't I? But um, yeah, here and there, I, 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 you know, deep dive into a, um, what's going on locally. But yeah, it would be good actually to get to get out a bit more. I would like that. Yeah. Well, we, well, we met on the Bromley Buzz uh, from the Newman Flexible Workspace yep. previously, yeah. and you made an announcement, didn't you? I did. And Life in Bromley, the new magazine, issue one is literally in front of me here. And uh, I, I'm going to highlight one thing, which is the history page, which says, it's a romp, I love a romp, <laughs> through history, I don't know what to say about loving romps. But anyway, I a romp through the history of Romney from Mammoth's Teeth to the Tudors. Now, I know you've already had things like exclusives with Emma Radicano, which is really cool. Uh, any highlights from this brand new issue? And congratulations. Thank you very much, Darren. Appreciate yeah, that. I didn't actually come up with that title myself. <laughs> it was suggested, but it did make me smile as well. Um, from this particular issue, uh, celebrating Brom uh, celebrating Bromley, and actually because it's uh, staple bound, the magazine, it nicely falls open on the middle pages. On uh, you know, as I said here, we've got a million and one reasons to love about living in the borough, working in the borough, and uh, 20 of them. And this was a really nice little project to do from my perspective because I, I just love writing, as you know. Um, just researching, you know, just about what is great about Bromley and just highlighting the fact that you know we've got the green spaces, our location's great, you know, we've got the creativity and just just so many nice things, great shopping, great places to eat. It was just a really nice feature to do. <laughs> That's why I put mine on mute. <laughs> yeah. Following that little phone, phone interruption, that was mine, not yours, so uh, my bad. But uh, you've got a community notice board on here as well. It's another thing I love about your magazine. It's Life in Orpington being the other, also newsier out there. But uh, you've got the Rotary's Youth Awards on there, and so have we in this very episode. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I loved going to it actually. It's just it was such an eye opener, and you know it just actually brought tears to my eyes. And I remember sitting next to Zena, and we both both watched the show, and we were in awe of these young people, you know, who had just gone out of their way, and you just don't know some of the hardships that you know these kids have faced, and they are as we talk about them, local heroes, and it's just, it was just humbling, you know, it's just such a humbling experience. So I appreciated going to that, yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, I mean, it's young people not only doing things about their own circumstances, but also extending to people they don't know and mm. helping them. Mm, mm, Fantastic. Yeah. Now then, uh, you have another one coming out in... Uh, how regular are these? So they're monthly, uh, now working on April, so it feels a bit strange saying because it's obviously February and now we're working on April, just a bit bizarre, so uh, yeah, so that's coming up, so I'm busy writing that and wrapping that up very shortly, we've got um, an Easter egg hunt in the magazine as it were. Um, it's either going to be chicks or eggs. I think it's probably going to be spot the chocolate eggs. So hidden throughout the issue, and then we've got a first, second, and third prize for uh, the winners. So they're going to be uh, sponsored by some wonderful companies. Um, you know, chocolate heaven. What, what can I say? It's going to be good. <laughs> and we've got you in here as well, haven't we? On page 28. What's your take? We are some of the most influential people in the borough. What they love about living or working in Bromley, and. Uh, great to get the Bromley buzz in here. Yeah, it's uh, lovely of you to cover us and uh, I love print anyway, I always have done. So, yes, I, know, I love that, that photo nice of you, it's such a cute photo. It is, yes, very cute. Um, we can do cute uh, in, in, in the Bromley bus. We're also going to do uh, Outrageous soon, but I'll tell you about that separately. Mm, interesting. But anyway, how do people get hold of um, the 
life in Orpington and life in Bromley, particularly online? Online, yeah. So it's easy to go sign up for the digital edition, so people can just go to lifeinmagazines.co.uk and uh, receive the latest issue. If just, it's on the homepage, it's on the latest issue tab, they can sign up. Or just go to bit.ly forward slash life in mags digital and uh, that will take you directly to the sign up. Um, yeah. Let's not forget your social media. And the social media. Thank you, Darren. Life in mags on uh, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Do you know what? That's exactly what we needed. So this is the first issue, uh, the March issue, mm-hmm. which has come out. And um, it, it's exactly what Bromley needs. I mean, when I was walking around talking to people... And you know, talk about that this magazine will be coming out. They were like, "Oh my God, we need something like this here." So, so well, we've got some good stuff in there. It comes back to why we started Bromley Buzz in the first place: a lack mm. of communication in our own borough. Uh, things like, for example, when my wife and I, Jackie, went to see *Dangerous Obsession* by Farnborough Dramatic Society in Farnborough Village Hall uh, at the weekend, and that was. I do love amateur dramatics, by the way, and the word amateur is inadequate to explain how professional some of that can be, um, because Bromley Little Theatre isn't pro, but it's really great. Anyway, this one was a psychological thriller, and my review of it would be, it was gripping, suspenseful, well-paced, and surprising, with a touch of comedy. All three of the cast, who had to learn an awful lot of lines, as one of the uh, audience was saying when we were coming out, the audience liked it too, by the way, as I was listening to them. But the cast, Sally Driscoll, Martin Dale and Chris Franks, were very good. Especially Martin Dale, who uh, was kind of stitching it all together in a way. Uh, and credit also to the direction, the sound, the costume, the lighting and the scenery, and the much-used gin bottle. Mm. Now you're talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. got me on that. I was falling asleep up until then. You're going to be less interested in the next production then because it's a bad year for a bad year for tomatoes, not a bad year for gin. Uh, and that's on. That's on between the nineteenth and twenty-first of May, and is their entry into the Kent, Kent full-length drama festival. And you can find them on www fdsfarnborough.co.uk Super duper. Yeah, talking of super duper, we like to do your affirmations. Yeah, your before statements. I do that, oh, no, I you're just interrupting wanted to again. Me always. You're getting very good at interrupting me too. That's true. Um, as I just wanted to say, well, by the way, she just keeps my audience. I'm being abused by my co-host. <laughs> you like footsie. Um, <laughs> we, the Bromley Bars, along with Sarah Marsh Collins of Babel Monkey Digital Marketing mm. and of course the one and only uh, Intune PR man Darren mm-hmm. Wheel yes. uh, and myself we uh, well it was because of you had our, a bit of an article of us posted in the FSB First Voice magazine didn't we? which mm-hmm. I think was lovely yeah, I kind of forgot about that. It's lovely to be yeah, in print in a national thing. Yes. And what it does, actually, it says, look, we're here as FSB members doing something good. But it's also, again, which is a reason why we're here, saying, hey, Bromley's a good place to come and do business to. There are some communications channels here, amongst other so things. There's great businesses here. Absolutely. Yeah. So well done, the FSB magazine. And there are a number of advantages to joining the FSB, so take a look at it, including the networking side. Right, anyway, moving on. To my affirmation or empowering question, should I say. Mm. Um, so this one, this week it is, are you doing more of the things that keep you alive or more of the things that make you feel alive? I saw this on your social media. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, I post weekly on my social media. Uh, Every Sunday it goes out. Yeah. Um, yes, I think the... The more things that um, make you feel alive is the place to be, isn't it, really? It is. You know, it's the old get, get up in the morning question, something that makes you want to. And I think it's important to reflect on that when you do do things, thinking, am I doing this because I want to feel alive or it's just keeping me alive? Going through what, the motions. Going through the motions. You know, is it motivating you? Mm. Is it going to, you know, are you passionate about it? Well, this is the reason why people like yourself professionally exist. Mindset coaches, people who can help you go, well, I am doing these things, but these things are the ones I really want to do, and how do you go from one to the other? 
Yeah. Well, actually, you know, because you mentioned coaching, can, mm. I, can I throw something else? It might have been a buzz, actually. Well, go, go for it. But um, I've just taken on a, a young client. Uh, of a, you know, she's very young, 12 years old. And um, literally, the, the first coaching session I was going to do, her mum had emailed me, and I hadn't seen her email, actually, till I drove up to the door, when because I, I was there a little bit early, and I thought, I'll just scan through my email mm. before I go in. And the email, I turned to and said, I hope you're not frightened of snakes. Not that I have snakes running around the house mm. or slithering around the yes. house, uh, but I thought it's a bit late for that. <laughs> so luckily, I wasn't scared of snakes, um, and it was in a, its tank. Well, let's face it, you like a cuddle, so I'm sure that you get on buzz. really well with an anaconda. Mm. <laughs> a big hug they from are an anaconda. Very interesting to hold. I agree. They're warm I have to. and they get cold quite quickly as well. But yeah, anyway. Actually, that, that reminds me, future guests for the show, which I haven't thought about for a while, but Same. reptile events in, in um, Bromley. They are literally, no, there is a company called Reptile Events. Oh, is that? They, they have rescued ones and not so rescued ones and all sorts of. They, they've had snakes that have given me a nice cuddle before as well, so I'm glad I've got a chance to mention them. Yeah, talking so, of. Um, advice. Talking of a completely different thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. advice and coaching. I went to a startup Bromley. Uh, which is free advice and uh, facilities for people who are starting out in business or growing them in Bromley, uh, and workshop on branding with Nancy James of Mums of the Word Creative uh, in the last few days. Now, I thought I knew a fair bit about branding anyway, because I'm in marketing somewhat. Mm. I learned from it. I learned more than I already knew, and there were about half a dozen other people in there in the space listening in on this, and most of them were very, very early business stage people and they and I got a lot out of it and there's more things that are coming up from Startup Bromley in the workshop direction so I suggest people look out for them and here's a little clip from it I haven't even actually decided which one to use yet so this is going to be brilliant I hope yeah handwritten fonts uh, handwritten logos coming really trendy really trendy now because what it does is it's if especially you can actually have applications where you can use your own your own signature. Mm. So you can turn your own signature into your logo and it makes you more accessible. It makes you feel like they're dealing with a human and a person. And that's becoming so important in branding. People buy people. You don't buy a product. There's a thousand people that will sell everything you're doing. And but I want to deal with you. Why do I want to deal with you? It's got nothing to do with any of this. It's to do, to do with who you are and your and the brand experience that you're creating which we're going to fit to you. Right, thank you. Um, Nancy James, we have news. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, um, you're going to be reading out something from the news shopper in a minute, but before that, developments are in the news, and by developments I mean uh, new buildings uh, in the Bromley area. So we've talked before about um, developments in the heart of Bromley, so Bob Neal, not on our podcast when we recorded him, has uh, spoken about that on his social media, I've spoken to councillors about it. Uh, and the Walnuts in Orpington as a redevelopment is causing uh, a bit of controversy locally, I can safely say, because mm-hmm. of people thinking about the size of the towers and other aspects of it. Uh, I noticed recently a new one which is uh, a development in St Mary Cray. Let me read this one out. And this is um, from a company that's uh, website goes www.lih.co.uk project St Mary Cray. It says, the Greenbelt site comprises approximately 40 hectares of agricultural land to the east of St Mary Cray, Orpington. Site falls within the Cray Valley Renewal Area, one of five identified areas within the local plan, seeking to maximise opportunities for enhancement and improvement. Promoted for residential-led development within the Bromley Local Plan Review. The site has capacity to achieve between 800 and 1,000 dwellings, alongside education and community facilities with enhanced landscaping and green infrastructure. The site has been promoted through the previous local plan and the London plan. It remains green belt, but will be promoted through the next local plan for mixed-use residential-led development and will seek to achieve a high-quality site with placemaking and legacy at the heart of promotion. Well, that was interesting. I hadn't heard about it at all from anywhere else up until now. And I will say this much about it. Um, they're talking about it being a it remaining green belt. Well, if they're going to be building residences on it, 
I struggle to understand how, how that can, can continue be to be Greenbelt. And I've walked up there, it is a favourite walk of mine, mm. and from looking at the map, it covers over fields which don't have a lot of planting on them normally, but it's still green when they're green, and it also looks like it might be taking out a particularly lovely bluebell wood, oh uh, which I, I hope it isn't. Anyway, um, on to the new shopper. New, new shopper. So, um, in the new shopper, uh, Paula Radcliffe attended uh, a PE lesson at Norman Park Athletics track in Bromley on the 9th February, giving athletic tips to kids through drills and workouts. Now, she is a three-time winner of the London Marathon, a three-time New York Marathon champion, and a 2002 Chicago Marathon winner. Paula also held the Women's World marathon record for 16 years between 2003 and 2019. How wonderful of that, to just have somebody who's um, done so much and so well known to come along uh, to Bromley, again, Norman Park, where Dina Asher-Smith has trained, and to give these talks to these um, young children. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well, we already interviewed um, the president and uh, trustee of Blackheath and Bromley Harriers, who have that track uh, in a special show, um, which was from the 24th of January, actually. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, I've, I've walked around it and done a little little bit of um, very poor running around it myself. But Paula Radcliffe, <laughs> I mean, utter world-class Class, athlete oh coming gosh. there. She's and they have other visits the same, which I told us of, and don't have a word with her. No, absolutely. Mm. I mean, just, you know, speaking of, you know, athletes, uh, you know, Loretta bumped into Dean Asher Smith when she was delivering the Life and Bromley magazines. Oh, no, that was great. Well, wasn't I, it? I think that was last week. Yeah. Only she's got a little snippet yeah. so on social media, you'll be able to she check it out. She was telling me when I met her earlier. Right. Absolutely fantastic. Now, because of the amount of um, stuff we've got to get in, yeah, one thing on the news I want yeah. to, even though it's spotted on social, um, it's also a bit of history. Mm. Uh, which, it's kind of sad, you know, we've had this ma yeah. ma major storm. Well, apparently, in um, Poverest Park in Orpington, there were visitors visiting a tree that had fallen down. So they went there to pay its respects to oh, the tree. Right, the tree, because its trunk girth was about 4.7 metres. Crumbs, big tree. Um, so they're, they're sort of, it's around 300 years old tree had collapsed because mm. of the storm. What, what pity. It is. Standing uh, for three, over 300 years and now it's not there. Well, when I visited the uh, Chislehurst, um, I think it was Christmas Fair before Christmas, mm. um, there was a stall there. Uh, and there was a chap from Chislehurst Golf Club and they'd taken a similarly fallen down ancient tree there okay. and uh, he'd been turning it, wood turning it so he was producing bowls and cups and like, apple okay, objects so and things out in the wood and reusing it and that was really rather cool No more tree hugging there No, very <laughs> sideways if you do unfortunately So what else have we got? Spotted on social? Yeah, uh, with a bit of what's on thrown in mm -hmm. uh, Right, on Twitter I spoke to, I noticed that the LMA Iman Centre, um, the mosque in Keston, um, I put out this. Join us for an afternoon of poetry, adult poetry spoken word workshop by Rakaya Fituga on the 27th of February between 1pm and 3.15pm. She won the Roundhouse Poetry Slam 2018 and the Spread the Word Young People's Laureate for London Poetry Awards in 2017 she was. Uh, she was also shortlisted for the Outspoken Poetry Prize in 2018 and 19, and is a, a current Roundhouse resident artist. Uh, so I'm going to actually do some poetry at this point, because I, I took an extract. You shouldn't probably shorten poems, but I'm going to do it anyway. From her poem, Voice Could, like, rather like this. I'm sorry I've been part of the world that left you no choice, that laughs too easily. That listens shallow, hearts too hollow to hear. But have you ever thought your voice could bring life? Vibrations launching from your tongue like a life boy swung on a rope. That's the wonderful thing about hope. It makes you determined to swim when you've been keeping afloat. And healing's not easy, letting yourself be heard. But the journey of speaking starts out with a word. That's beautiful. I wonder what the first word on the Bromley Puzz podcast was, because we've been doing that. Mm. It's probably welcome. I would think. Anyway, I'll have to listen back. Yeah, you've got something coming up. I do. EFT. EFT. Which means? 
emotional freedom tapping or emotional freedom technique. So it's um, tapping on uh, pressure points, acupressure points. Mm. So it's basically acupuncture without the needles. Yeah, that's really quite appealing. So you just tap your fingers uh, very simply on certain acupressure points and it's to clear away any negative emotions and thoughts. And I'm really looking forward to that. It's on the um, 31st of March. And actually, I've got a special offer at the moment. So um, if people get in touch with me, they'll get it at a discounted rate. But the link is available um, on Eventbrite. But also with that, I have got a 90-minute um, breakthrough session, which is normally uh, 135 but it's going at £99. 90, 90 minutes to just focus on you, yourself. I mean, when was the last time you actually solidly focused 90 minutes just for yourself to achieve what you need to achieve? Uh, 90 minutes would have actually been that very thing with you, which started to give me an awful lot of tools to kind of work that out as I was going through um, a little bit of a delayed midlife crisis, which, you know... I sponsor your mental health um, radio show, Mindset Matters, mm. on Channel Radio every Friday, as in Tune PR. Mm. And I do that because I understand that anybody, anywhere, at any time, can have a partial uh, revelation or a full breakdown, whatever it is, in the way they're feeling. Uh, and you need people around you to unpick that stuff. Absolutely. And things like that, whether it's personal, business, this is what that session is really bespoke just for one goal specifically yep. that you really want to achieve. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's for the whole of March. Right, what, what else, else have we got? got? Ooh, we well, tell us about the Biggin Hill. I'm going to skip the Biggin Hill for time Aww. reasons. All right, I'll do, All right. It, I'll do it very briefly. Um, the Biggin Hill Memorial Museum, <laughs> museum on the 26th. Of, you don't get this when you're in print. I mean, I, I do some writing, and uh, I, I'm not going to put down a, a word with 15 O's in it. Anyway, Biggin Hill Memorial Museum, 26th of February. Uh, seeking RAF Biggin Hill Walking Trail. Join our qualified guide on a walking trail through Biggin Hill's history from the establishment of the aerodrome and the army, army camp over 100 years ago to the development of the wartime RAF station. That's got to be pretty darned interesting if you yeah. ask me, so that's why I put that in there. Likewise, uh, the Rotary and Langley Park and Bromley Deaf Plus have an antique vintage and collectible fairs coming up on Saturday the 12th of March at 10am to 3pm at Hayes Free Church in Pickhurst Lane in Hayes. Nice. So I threw that one in. Now, we've got an interview um, to finish off with here as well, which is the Rotary Youth Awards. We spoke about that in a recent did, episode. Yes. You attended and recorded. I've done a bit of editing. So we've got... Yes, you do. Yep, <laughs> Gilbert McGinn, who I think led the thing um, behind the scenes and mm. spoke from the awards, talking about Rotary and the awards uh, on the microphone on the day, and then being interviewed separately uh, with your good self. We're very honoured to have the Mayor and the Lady Mayoress with us this evening. And we're pleased to see colleagues from other locally, local Rotary clubs and senior staff from most of the schools represented here this evening. My name is Gilbert McGinn and I'm part of the organising team for these awards. Another member of the team, John Bruce, will take over from me in the second half, and we will be assisted by Stuart Robertson from Langley Park Rotary Club. But first, a word about Rotary. It's a worldwide, non-political, non-religious charity organisation with 1.2 million members, our motto is service above self. Rotary has played a major role with the help of Bill Gates Foundation in almost totally eradicating polio across the world through mass vaccination at a cost of millions of pounds. Close to home, Bromley Rotary Clubs work with and support a range of local voluntary groups for instance, primary school children aware of healthy living and drugs through the Life Education Trust, days out for children with special needs, and helping support the elderly and those with dementia. We also organise community and fundraising events, 
Some of you may have attended our charity concerts or seen our Christmas slate. And we also have a lot of fun doing this. Too often, young people get a bad press. We want to show that they are about more than smartphones, unintelligible music, and exam grades, important though they are, of course. We want to encourage them to be good citizens and members of society. So we started this award scheme seven years ago to recognize those who help others. This evening, we will only hear positive stories about the unsung heroes that we want to celebrate and acknowledge. We can find hope in these young people, some as young as 11 and 12, and what they have done, especially outside their schools, for their families, their local communities, and the world at large. Seven years ago, we had winners from four schools. This year, we approached 15 schools. And despite two years of COVID, we have winners from 10 schools tonight. We've been very encouraged by the continuing high number and high quality of the nominations. Sadly, not all could have awards, so we give letters of commendation to those who just missed getting an award. The, pro the program shows Bromley Rotary Clubs. This is because Bromley Rotary Club is hoping to work with other clubs in the area. Already we work with Langley Park, whose past president, Stuart Robertson, has been especially supportive and will be helping with the proceedings this evening. I'd like to thank the mayor, schools who worked with us, Special thanks to Langley Park School for Boys for providing the hall and the music. Our sponsors, the estate agents, Kinley, Folkard and Hayward. And to colleagues from Bromley Rotary Club, especially Vic Hope for designing and preparing the programs and slideshow and those who are helping tonight. Well, I'm here at the uh, Langley School for Boys with Gilbert McGinn and uh, it's the Youth Awards. Gilbert, hello. Hello. How are you? Fine. How have you found the night tonight? Just tell us a little bit about it because you've been doing this for about seven, seven years, years now. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, it was obviously different tonight because um, of Covid, we had to be wearing masks, we couldn't shake hands. We couldn't lay on the refreshments, which we normally do on these occasions. We did have a bit before we came in. We had in, a bit before we came <laughs> in, yes. Uh, so in that respect, it was good. But what was so wonderful is still the uh, inspirational stories that the, uh, of the youngsters who uh, are doing so much, especially the young carers, um, the boy who was, uh, lives in a foster home. and. Yes. Had, uh, was becoming like a, a brother to the uh, the children who, who were being fostered and then he had to uh, leave them obviously or they left him. Yeah. I mean there were such inspirational stories there, yes. just heartwarming and it's something that as the mayor had said, um, that we does, it's not recognised no, as much. It needs to be recognised and awarded lots more for their achievement, what they're doing. That's right. That's the reason we started the scheme in the first place, because we felt that there was a lot of bad publicity about youngsters. And um, I, I'm an ex-school uh, teacher myself, and I... I know the good that there there is within so many youngsters. Like and me, I'm an ex-teacher myself. Oh, you are as well. <laughs> ah. And it, it's important that those things come to the surface and are recognised and acknowledged. So that was the reason behind setting up the scheme in the first place. And the schools in Bromley have been very helpful and very cooperative. Um, we, we've got 15 schools on board and... Um, out of 18, 20 schools in the borough, secondary schools. And um, it, it's been difficult the last few years because mm. of COVID. Absolutely. Um, and that's why our numbers are down a bit this year. We've had years when we've had over 30 award winners. This year there were 22. And in the event, two of them couldn't appear because of COVID. Um, but uh, it, we've always been able to find uh, some very inspirational stories 
of young youngsters who are doing so much positive good in the community for their families and maybe internationally like the girl tonight who was going off to Kenya to work in villages and uh, and help the villagers. And that takes such a dedication, a sense of mindset and resilience to do this. And especially a lot of the um, children were so inspiring how they're caring for their, their mothers or their fathers or yes, their younger brothers yes, and sisters, yes. plus going through their own education. Yes, yes. And often you don't get to hear these stories without a scheme like this because often these children can be very modest, unassuming, they don't want to be highlighted, but they're doing a lot of good um, behind the scenes and this is the, the opportunity to actually acknowledge what they are doing without blasting it all, all over the, you know, the headlines necessarily, but to recognise what they've done. Yeah, so that's about it for this week, I think. Yeah, some real good buses. Yeah, uh, and well, on the subject of buzz, should we do what we oh, used to do and yeah. buzz out with a bee sound? To mention something. Go on, go on. I just thought this was absolutely wonderful. Um, I was just kind of going through the news, and I know it's not in the news section. I should have actually put it in the news section. See, I'm not as organised as you are. Well, I'm the editor. <laughs> True, and I just kind of plop things in between here and there and sporadically. Um, so what I've spotted was Bromley starts work on 457k cycle track and locals can't wait to get started to get their kids involved in it as well. So basically the partners for the project including councillor uh, Colin Hitchens are excited about getting this underway and it's supposed to be kind of done around the springtime. So it's going to be giving lots of children place a place to scoot, skateboard, and all of those wonderful things. And I think it'd be great one that once that's launched to actually go down and speak to them. So Lovely. it's it's you know it's to begin, and the local residents are getting involved. They're getting children involved in it because it's going to be their park area, mm. their track. Um, yeah, so look out for that space. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that now because that's given me the idea for the closing bus. Oh dear. Oh yes. Am I dreading I want now? to ride my bicycle by Queen. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> 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 Will you try doing, I want to ride my bicycle, I want to ride my bike. Now we have some stop press. Sarah Marsh Collins and Zenat attended the musical Waitress. Uh, at the Churchill Theatre in Bromley this week. It runs until Saturday the 26th of February and some tickets are still available. Here are members of the audience telling Sarah and Zenat what they thought about the show. Yeah, so um, my name's Elaine. I'm Charlotte. And we're from uh, Morden. Oh, right, Morden. OK, so you've come quite a trek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah, you must have really wanted to see the show. Yeah, no, yeah, we've waited for quite a while to see it, haven't yeah. we? So, so this yeah. is your first time seeing the performance? It is, yes. Oh, and what did you think? I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. Like, I loved the um, musical anyway, but I really loved watching it. Which was your favourite character? Um, Becky. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, which one's Becky? Um, she's um, one of um, Jenna's friends. Right, okay, so she's the one with the, um, the like, slightly geeky one. Or was no, she the, the, the other, other one? one? Yeah. Right, okay. All right. Considering they're understudies, they're absolutely fabulous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple of yeah. Performance, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. That's their first performance. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And yeah, Jenna's the understudy. The girl who played Jenna is the she's understudy. Really, she's really good. Yeah. She's really good. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. really, really Lovely. good. No, well, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Safe journey home. Thank you. Thank you.